This is the Less Doing Podcast with your host, Ari Mysel. Learn how to optimize, automate, and outsource and be more effective at everything. Hey everyone, this is Ari Mizell and welcome to the podcast. I want to help you save time and be more effective starting right now. A uh, couple cool interviews today. Uh, first of all, we're going to be talking with Lee at One One, uh, a new service uh, that I'll talk about a little bit more later. And also Chris Hawkins of Sign Now, which you've probably seen on the blog before. But I want to make a couple announcements. First of all, uh, I'm going to be doing a live video chat through Google Hangout on Thursday the 24th at 8 p.m. Uh, Eastern Standard Time. Uh, this is going to be uh, for a couple different groups, my uh, Udemy course uh, students as well as my Skillshare class students, but uh, the, this will be the first time I'm doing it with Google Hangout, so that should be pretty cool because uh, I can have 10 people live in the video chat talking to me and asking questions, but then I can have an unlimited number of people watching it on YouTube and making comments there as well, and I'll be answering all of those questions. So you can uh, sign in there and even share that link with anybody you want. Uh, if you are interested and you can make it, you're going to have to sign up. Uh, there's a link in the podcast. Uh, there'll be a link on the post associated with this podcast, and uh, you just give your email address, and then a few minutes before uh, we start the Hangout, you'll get an email with the right address. So I'm really excited about that, and the more the merrier, because we hopefully we'll get a really good discussion going. Uh, the next thing I wanted to tell you about real quick was this amazing app I've been working with called Duolingo. Uh, it's a language learning application, and uh, I think right now you can do French, Portuguese, Spanish, Italian, and German. And it takes you from the very, very basic all the way through some pretty advanced stuff. Uh, you can check your accent by recording your voice. You can translate from English and back to the other language and uh, in a couple different ways. Um, as someone who's taken lots of different French classes over the years and is married to a French woman, uh, this is the first time I've ever really enjoyed learning a language, and I feel like I'm making some really amazing progress. Uh, I also wanted to just uh, let everyone know that I have three Udemy courses now, which is really cool. Uh, I'm loving the Udemy platform. First of all, I have my Art of Less Doing class, which is my standard fundamental class on how to optimize, automate, and outsource everything in your life. And uh, I also have a course called Gmail, the ultimate productivity tool, because I'm just such a big Gmail fan. But this uh, course will take you through all the ways that you can have plugins and add-ons and filters and make Gmail just amazing. And then the third one is a, a free course called Automate Your World with IFTTT, which is uh, my favorite uh, website, as you probably know. Uh, if this, then that. Um, and it will show you how to create all sorts of interesting automations, both basic and some pretty advanced stuff. So I really recommend trying that out. If you're in New York City, I'm going to start offering a Level 2 Skillshare class, which I'm calling the science of less doing. So if you've taken the fundamental art of less doing class and you want to delve deeper and deal with some more specifics or just really you know, dig into your productivity, then get on the watch list for the science of less doing. The link for that is also going to be in the post. Uh, once I get 50 watchers on that list, I'll start scheduling those classes. 
I also wanted to make a, a little mention to my uh, brother-in-law and sister-in-law, Claire and Felix, for introducing us to the magic of the slow cooker. Uh, my wife and I got a slow cooker a few weeks ago, and we've been making chicken and meat and vegetables and all sorts of amazing stuff. And as far as efficiency goes, it's great to be able to just put something in the pot and set a timer, and then the next day you've got an amazing, succulent, juicy, delicious, and usually healthy meal. So I highly recommend that as a, a means of cooking. So now we're going to do the uh, interview with Lee at One One, and uh, One One is a really cool service I used just last week. I needed a number one birthday candle for my son Benjamin's birthday, and I made the request, and 27 minutes later, someone walked through the door with the candle. So here's the interview. Hope you enjoy it. Hi, and welcome to the Less Doing Podcast. Today we're talking with Lee at One One. Hi, Lee. Hey, hi, Ari. Uh, thanks for uh, taking the time to talk to me today. Um, real quick, why don't you tell everybody what One One is? Yeah, thank you for having me. So One One is your on-demand helper, and it is a way to get a service, a product, or a suggestion on demand. Um, and you can use our iPhone app to enter your request, and then you choose when you want it done, where, and then um, we get it. And it is then dispatched out to an on-demand network of helpers, that we background checked and interviewed, and um, one of those helpers around, so we're only in Manhattan, one of those helpers around New York City um, uh, accepts to fulfill the request and is it, and does it on an already um, set rate. So services are $24 an hour, and that would be something like um, helping you move or if you needed a bartender for your Super Bowl party, and deliveries for products uh, would be something like a MacBook Pro, or the number one candle for a birthday cake, um, and that would be $15 flat rate as long as it could fit in a smart car. Um, and the other type of suggestion, another type of request you can make is a suggestion. So that could be for a hair salon you, you're looking for, or a restaurant for a business lunch, um, and those are free. We, um, our helpers uh, do those for free. Um, and that's kind of the essence of one one. Well, I mean, and that's. That's really cool. The, the, the fact that you're doing a fixed rate is really interesting, um, you know, in comparison to uh, a service, which, is, which I like, but a service like TaskRabbit, where, you know, you have to wait for people to bid on it, and there's wildly ranging amount of prices that you really don't know what it's going to end up being. Having a fixed price going into it is really cool. And, um, you know, you mentioned the number one or the, the one birthday candle, which uh, I, I happen to know was my request this past Saturday for my <laughs> yeah. son's birthday. And because I didn't have to wait for bidding or different pricing, um, the person showed up with it about 27 minutes after I made the request, which was really amazing, especially when you're talking about getting things done in a New York minute. Uh, you mentioned, you know, some specific things like uh, having a bartender for your Super Bowl party or getting delivery. Those are those are fairly diverse, obviously. So you have a network of people with some with certain subsets of skills that you can call on. Yeah, yeah. So, um, thanks by the way for you know uh, for you know supporting the service or just thinking that it's great. Um, but as far as you know, the type of people that we have. So right now we're just fulfilling requests that are really general. So it could be getting the number one birthday um, candle for a cake, a delivery, or you know not so much a bartender per se, but someone to you know bartend or or someone to help you move, or someone to help you, you know, hang a shelf. So we have about um, 58 helpers around the city, 
and they range from anyone from students to um, people that are, you know, retired, people that are actors that are looking to make extra money, and they have their own skill sets, whether it be a handyman skill set or whether it be, you know, uh, they like bike riding, so they're able to deliver something really quickly. So um, right now we're doing these general um, these general requests, and um, with the on, with the uh, the set rate, it, that's what allows us to get things done on demand. Um, and instantly, so that 27-minute time frame, that's something that, you know, we're trying to make smaller and smaller as, you know, um, we continue because um, this is on demand and, you know, it, the name of the company is one one and that stands for what you need when you need. So, yeah, um, you know, we're trying to do all types of things with um, on demand and also um, just fulfilling requests that are, you know, somewhat general to start out and as we move forward get more into kind of professional um, things, be getting things professional on demand, such as a plumber or such as a chef, you know, whatever you may, may need at the time. Okay, really cool. And then um, can, well now if, if they need to make purchases for you, how does that work? So, so right now we're using something called Serve, and it's powered by American Express. So um, for something like the number one candle or something like uh, – Sure. Yeah. For something like the number one candle, what we'll do is, you know, we'll locate the item and then um, the helper tells us how much they need to spend. And we can instantly put that amount of money on their serve card. And um, uh, so once you sign up for one, one, the first thing you actually do is enter your credit card. And that was actually a product decision. You know, we wanted to make your experience seamless. You only enter it once. You know, you, you never have to enter it again. And you're, everything's on file and, you know, everything's just done, you know, by the helper. Never have to worry about paying cash. So, so yeah, the helper has an expense card, and we can instantly put money on that card um, depending upon how much they need to spend. Okay. And then now for the, uh, the suggestions that people give, how is that parsed out? Do you have people virtually doing that, or is it the same uh, task runners, basically, that are coming up with those suggestions that people ask for? Yeah, so it's the same exact system. Literally how a request works is the person makes the request, it comes in, and then we press one button that says dispatch, and we send it out to our helpers. And, and the whole point of the suggestions was really because anyone can go on Yelp, anyone can go and Google something, but the, I found that when I always wanted to know really something, or, or the suggestions that I always found that were great were ones that for from friends or people that were, you know, sitting next to me in the office and, and that I, you know, couldn't just search for. So that's the whole point of the, the suggestions is when we someone asks for, like, a hair salon, we dispatch it out and say, hey, you know, w w does anyone have a suggestion for a hair salon? Because these people are around the city. So you have someone in the Upper West Side, someone in the Lower East Side, someone in Soho. So they know their neighborhood really well. And who knows what, you know, maybe they know one that's really good, they've been there, and that's, what the, that's how the suggestions are powered through our helpers still. Yeah, and it also sounds like you might have somebody who is a hairdresser and may make a suggestion because they have sort of inside knowledge. So that uh, that makes it pretty uh, unique as well. Yeah. So um, what are, you know, kind of the plans for the future? So literally we started on October 1st. Um, I can tell you that was the date that we started um, developing the app. I do all the design and um, – and from there, you know, we built it in one month, and right now we're only on the iPhone and only in Manhattan. But like I said, right now we're doing general requests, and it's an invitation only. Um, we did a special launch with Thrillist kind of because Thrillist has this kind of, you know, unique type of, you know, uh, audience through their readers, and, 
and we, you know, we did, we got an amazing response. I mean, you know, we were getting, uh, I think it was one new user every five minutes and three new requests every hour. Um, so the, the plan is to to grow, and you know, right now we're growing quickly than we than we could ever, you know, want. But that's a good thing. But the plan is to grow and to, you know, kind of again. Um, Make everything on demand. So right now, one one means your on demand helper. But in five years, we hope that one one means on demand. So everything you can get on demand, whether it be you know that number one candle or whether it be that person you need to help move or a plumber, whatever it may be. That's I mean that's really excellent. And and uh, so, are you thinking of expanding the workforce and skill set first before looking into other cities? Yeah, I mean, in order to the reason why we started in just Manhattan because we felt that if we can uh, if we can get this working in Manhattan, then we'll be able to replicate it. So our number one um, priority right now is getting more helpers because even with the number of helpers we have, it's not enough. Remember, this is on demand. So when you need something, someone need we need to have these helpers to do it. Um, so everyone has, you know, they have their own app that they press available and unavailable. And, you know, it's an, it's a real time on demand network that is working in the back end. So our priority right now is to really kind of, kind of get this working in Manhattan, get as many helpers as possible, and then start little by little, you know, expanding our user base and, and kind of growing, you know, naturally. Um, so, so yeah, you know, we're, we're doing helpers and, and those are independent contractors. They're not sitting in like a one-one office and and waiting around for a request. They could be your neighbor. They could be down the block from you, and then you know just be a helper. And when we get a request in, they say they're interested. They're the ones who fulfill it. So that's you know where we're, where we're you know what we're doing moving forward. Okay. Now you said something interesting there. So if they have an iPhone app or an app that says when they're available or not, does that mean that you're twenty-four-seven? Yeah, so right now we're offering 24-7 um, services, and um, that was actually, uh, um, again, a decision we made because um, right now between 9 a.m. and 9 p.m. it's one rate, and between 9 p.m. and 9 a.m. was another, and we really did that just to test out our rates because, you know, we wanted to see what the market called for and, you know, whether, you know, people would be making requests. A request came in the other night at 10.30 for Shake Shack cheese fries. I was willing to pay $30 to have those in, delivered instantly. So, I mean, that was like an anomaly and that was, you know, only one um, request, you know, that would be, you know, for 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 $30 for Shake Shack fries. But, um, yeah, right now we're 24-7 and, uh, again, uh, the helpers, um, they choose when they want to come on. There's no set hours. They just press available. If it's a student, they're studying, they can press unavailable. They, you know, have free time. You know, you get home from work, you, you press available, and you can start you start getting request notifications, and that's how these helpers are notified that there's a new request. Yeah, that's that's a really incredible level of dynamism. Uh, that's a that's a I think personally, I think that's a really good move on your part. Um, so, I, obviously, you've created what I consider to be an amazingly productive service. What do you personally think are your top three kind of personal productivity tips that you live by? <laughs> Um, uh, so my personal productivity tips, uh, for, so every month I, uh, so I'm a huge schedule guy. I, you know, I live and die by my schedule. It's, it's my reminder list. It's my, you know, just schedule in general, but that's how I live and die by, that's how I operate is by my schedule. Um, so that's definitely huge for productivity. The other thing is, is goals. 
you know, I set goals for the month. So we obviously have, you know, different milestones that we want to hit. And in order to hit those milestones, we want to set goals. And, and that's a way of, you know, knowing like, hey, listen, this is what we need to get done. And this is, and, and we always set the goal higher than we may be able to achieve this way. You know, we're working, you know, we're not working nine to five. We're working, you know, as much as we possibly can in order to hit that goal. So those are two things, a schedule and a goal. Um, my third thing for productivity, actually, it's Bikram yoga. Uh, I got to tell you, you know, I sit at a desk all day in design and, and, you know, kind of just started this, you know, just, just got hit with a mountain of, you know, new, new customers and requests. And last night, you know, the best thing I was looking forward to was just going to yoga because it kind of refreshes you and it kind of takes you away from, you know, your, your mind just doing one thing. And, and that kind of, you can't just do one thing. You need to kind of spend 20% of your time doing something that's not something that you're always doing, if that kind of makes sense or resonates with you. Totally. I love when someone's tips include doing something that takes care of themselves. So those are really great suggestions and thank you. So um, where can uh, people find out more about 1-1? Everyone can go to 1-1.com. That's W-U-N-W-U-N.com. And um, they can request an invitation to get access to the app. Great. Well, Lee, thank you so much for your time. And uh, I- I'm sure that a bunch of our listeners will be checking out 1-1. And I know that I'll be using it more in the future as well. As you have been. <laughs> Great. Well, thanks again. Thank you. Well, that was really great talking to Lee. Uh, I think that one one has an amazing amount of promise, and it's it could be a real game changer in terms of getting things kind of on demand, labor related that you need. So, before we get to the next interview, I just want to mention a couple other things. Uh, the One Second Every Day app. It's a brand new app. Um, I met Caesar, who uh, who created it at one of my previous classes, and he did a TED talk where he basically took a, a one second video every day for a year, and at the end of that, he had a six minute video, and it's really kind of fascinating. It, it, it brings a lot of remembrance to each of those days and what's happened in your in your year, and uh, you know, as as I've mentioned many times before about I've done this, how I'm a real fan of taking that that kind of second, that 30 seconds to really remember what you did, what you got done. This allows you to do it in a really interesting way. So the app, uh, after a successful crowdfunding campaign, which I was a backer on, came out uh, this week. And it basically, it'll, it'll pull up a calendar. It'll show you videos. And if you don't have videos, it'll show you pictures from every date of the year or the month that has passed. And you can put that all together into a really cool video. I'm in the midst of doing one for the first year of my son Benjamin's life. Uh, the last thing I want to talk about before we get to the interview is physical therapy. So I have obviously experimented on my body and done all sorts of different weird things, and I have had different problems that I've worked on and worked through, and physical therapy is something that I think is incredibly important to um, not just dealing with injuries, but also just mobility, because there's all sorts of things that sometimes you can't see or can't feel or just don't notice. A uh, perfect example of something that I'm finally getting fixed now. Uh, it seems that a couple years ago when I was training for Ironman, I did something a little weird on the bike and tweaked my back a little bit. And I went to my you know usual uh, ART therapist, and they worked it out. Then a few months later, when I was doing my yoga teacher training, my it started acting up again, but in a different way. My hip was starting to bother me, and I went back to my IRT person, and they said it was hip tendonitis, and we worked it out, and I was okay. 
But, you know, it started getting nagging and it would come and go, but it was never really an issue. Uh, and then I saw a kinesiologist and a chiropractor and, you know, I love to just try every possible thing that I can. And every time it was like a quick fix um, and it got better and got worse and better and worse. But then recently I'd been focusing a lot on my uh, CrossFit and Olympic weightlifting and I was getting higher and higher in the weights. And about a month ago, the pain actually got to a point where I was having trouble sleeping, which had never happened before. And usually that's a signal that something needs to be done. So I uh, went to see a specialist in biomechanics, which I'd never done before. Um, the woman that I went to see is named Mary Jane, and she's at uh, a group called PT Plus here in the city. She's the first person to ever notice the fact that my right hip was almost two inches higher than my left hip. And it goes without saying that that's not normal. So what she determined was that my sacrum was in torsion, basically, and, you know, where you're supposed to have a straight spine and a kind of nicely fl uh, fluid pelvis. None of that was happening. I was completely jammed up. And as a result, over time, my body had recruited different muscles, and in most cases, the wrong muscles, to do heavy lifting or certain activities. And nerves were getting pinched and moved, and there was a lot of pain. So in one session, she kind of popped my sacrum back in place. And the past couple weeks, I've been going through some really interesting, unique physical therapy to retrain my body on how to use the right muscles. Now, this is a matter of, you know, manual manipulation and uh, functional electric stimulation, which I think is a, a, an amazing technology. Um, but I'm feeling really much better, and I'm learning things about my body that even I didn't know before. So the point of all this being, don't wait if a, if a problem is uh, presenting itself. Try to see the right professional with the right set of skills and tools to really work out these problems for you. So without further ado, uh, let's talk to Chris Hawkins of Sign Now. Sign Now is a, a PDF, or sorry, it's an application and a web service that allows you to fill out PDFs or documents and sign them. And now you can even notarize them via webcam, which is really, really cool. So we got a chance to talk to Chris about what Sign Now is and what they're going to be doing in the future. Um, and just a word of warning as a, a, a perfect example of uh, how multitasking can go wrong. I had my son Ben on my chest in the, the baby Bjorn sling while I was doing this interview, which was perfectly fine for about 90% of the interview until he decided to start talking. So I did my best to edit out what I could, but if you hear a little bit of it in the background, don't be alarmed. It's still a really good interview, I think. So here we go. Hi, welcome to the Let's Doing Podcast. We're talking with Chris Hawkins of Sign Now. Hi, Chris. Hi, how's it going? Good. Thanks, uh, thanks for taking the time to talk to me. Uh, so first of all, can you just tell everybody real quick what Sign Now is? Sign Now is the um, easiest way to sign documents um, on your mobile device, and we also are the first uh, online notary service. So you can connect to a notary over a uh, webcam and complete them that way rather than... Uh, going and finding one at the store. So what what kind of users are you seeing mostly using your service? And, you know, I, I know I personally use it a lot from the iPad. Um, there's the web version also. Um, and the notarization feature is amazing. It's been, you know, 50 people down to one person is our sweet spot. 
Cool. And you know, so obviously you you can fill out PDFs and documents, but you can sign them, of course. So, what's the legality of you know signing documents digitally? Sure. So, I mean, the, my favorite line is basically there's never been a document thrown out because it was electronically signed. It's never it's never happened in in courts and. At least within U.S. law, it's because if you intended to sign something under common law, basically you signed it. Um, in the year 1999 and 2000, states and the federal government passed legislation basically confirming this or, or making it crystal clear that electronically signed documents um, uh, will be accepted the same as paper documents. And most of the world uh, follows suit in the by the end of the early 2000s, pretty much everybody had sort of clarified um, at the government level that this was okay. Okay. Well, so now the notarization feature is really mind-blowing to me that you can do that remotely because notarization is one of those things that, like, you never need until you do need it, and then it's always a pain to try to find someone to do it. So that was a recent uh, push through legally, right? Yeah. So, yeah, that was a, a, an exception. Um and basically, in uh, coming out of the robo signing scandal, which was a which is a big mortgage fraud uh, that occurred in real really 2010, and prior to that, um, coming out of that, states were looking at a different way uh, to do notarizations, and the state of Virginia led the charge and end up um, passing uh, a, a law that outlines how you can do notarization remotely, electronically, using video instead of that physical presence and um you know lucky uh, for us in, in the state of virginia you know virginia notarizations and all states notarizations are accepted by every other state so we've had our documents accepted by you know states uh around the country and we've had customers notarizing from around the world like soldiers in afghanistan and um people like that oh that's really cool the soldiers in afghanistan i hadn't even thought about that aspect of it um, so what are some of the kind of plans for the future for new feature sets, things that you can uh, share with us about that are going to be coming out with Sign Now? Yeah, so we see ourselves as a basically an agreement platform, helping people come to an agreement, sort of the abstract and, and broad view. Um, we think we have a lot of room to go in just making that process even simpler and simpler. Um, I think our dream is, is – um, we're big believers in, in simplicity, I and mean, actually the best UI is uh, best user interface is no user interface. So we're sort of working towards making that process of whatever your workflow is, and if that's, you know, you need to get a document, you need to sign it, maybe you need to send it to someone else for, for approval, making that seamless and automated as much as possible. That's basically the goal of, of the company. And what kind of automations are we looking at? So we have some uh, stuff coming down the pipeline, leveraging sort of the content in the document. So we're things where we do automatic reminders based off of dates in the contract, um, things like that. So where we leverage what we can view in the document and the content there um, to sort of do things that you might want to do around or at least suggest things that you might want to do around it. Uh, so that automatic reminder is probably a good example, but we think there's a lot more that can be done. Yeah, I mean, automatic reminders like that, that's a fantastic thing. So now, obviously, you know, you're, you're, you're working in a company that I think is making people a lot more productive in their lives, which is just wonderful. What are some of your personal three productivity tips? 
So I do a couple of things. Um, so one, I try to um, I try to theme my days, which basically means that I, in any given day of the week, I attempt to focus that day on one thing. So that way, I, if I get nothing else done that day, or if I'm faced with a decision to do one thing or another, um, I know for this day. So it's basically the days are sort of marketing. Well, today is actually marketing, communications, and growth. Um, and I, I basically took this from Jack uh, Jack Dorsey. So not reinventing the wheel myself, but I sort of focus on management stuff on Monday, product stuff on Tuesday, communications today, um, developments and developers on Thursday, and then on Friday it's really company and company culture. Um, sorry, that was probably <laughs> longer. Um, I guess the other things that I do um, to stay productive, I I try to really relentlessly um, stay on top of my email and just answer or delegate everything right away. And so I'm a big, big fan of really short, and this is, I think, a Silicon Valley thing, which doesn't work for every industry, but really short answers, but really, really fast is my goal with, with email. Um, and then, or to set up, you know, and schedule some longer discussion. And then third thing, um, well, let's see here. Um, Probably the best thing to do is we just keep a giant running list. My favorite thing that we did from a from a product development standpoint is we have one list um, at the C-level for all product stuff, and all it is is one list in order what is most important to least important, and that forces us to make decisions on um, – it's just great to keep one running uncomplicated list from most important, least important. So always know if, if like a developer needs to know what they need to work on, they can always refer to what management thinks is most important and, um, and take a look at that rather than before we spend a lot of time trying to do a lot of blocking and tackling project management things that consumed a lot of our time and this end up allowing sort of people on the product team to just run with it and make smart decisions. Yeah, I mean, those are great tips. I really like the idea of segmenting your days to different activities. We talk a lot with Les doing about timing and how there's better times and things, when to do certain tasks. So that really resonates very well. Um, so, I mean, thank you really very much for, for all that insight. Uh, where should people go to find out more about Sign Now? Uh, best places on our website, signnow.com, or uh, download one of our mobile apps on the, um, you know, App Store and Android um, uh I guess it's Google Play now. Great. Well, Chris, thank you so much for your time today. I really appreciate you talking to us. Great. Thanks so much.